Welcome to the Turkey Hunter Podcast, the original all-turkey, all-the-time podcast with your co-hosts Andy Galliano and Cameron Weddington. In our weekly podcast, we're going to bring you some wild turkey calling tips like this. From there, we're going to go into, she's aggravated, there's another hen that's challenged her, or she's challenging another hen, she's going to cut an excited yelp. Advice from old pro turkey hunters like this. The turkeys typically don't like, I think, more times than not, to travel in an easterly direction into the sun first thing in the morning, especially after he gets up. It's a blinding thing. It, it, it's just like you. It's hard for you to see into the sun. Mm-hmm. So if I have a choice, I'm going to try to make it so that I'm going to be on the west side in the morning east side in the afternoon of a turkey exciting live hunts like this holy crap they're coming teach you how to cook your bird with advice such as this with some fresh rosemary and garlic and then cool that off and spread that along the inside of that butterflied turkey breast that we've seasoned on both sides wildlife management tips for your property especially with turkeys like this if you look at the type of habitats that turkeys need for nesting and brooding that tends to be habitat that can be managed more successfully with growing season fire than with dormant season fire. And hopefully along the way, we'll get plenty of these. Well, on November the 28th of 1953, I was attached. When I popped out of my mom and the baby doctor spanked me on the bottom, I went, oh, and I've been doing it ever since. <laughs> I like that. Thank you for tuning in, and now, for this week's show. Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. You are listening to episode number 375, the 2022 NWTF Convention and Sports Show Preview with Pete Mueller. And I am your co-host and the guy who is officially for the next four days through with home repair projects. <laughs> well, that's always good for four days at least. <laughs> but I'm your co-host and the guy who wasn't home repair, but finally got all of his 2021 turkeys done and on the wall. Awesome. I've still got... 2021, 2020, and 2019 to get done. I also have two more, no, well, I have two more trips to get planned and on the calendar and three trips that I've got to actually get my logistics straight on, like buying plane tickets and things like that. So I'm, I'm getting a slow start on some of this and some of what I'm doing is, you know, weekend trips here, weekend trips, there kind of thing. So 
it'll be driving trips, not that big of a deal. And, you know, if something comes up, I can kind of change those around a little bit. But yeah, it's, it's go time. It is is that I'll be hunting here in the home state in 79 days and 11 hours, but I'll be kicking off turkey season, barring some kind of big news for me, but it should be 72 days and 11 hours, and I'll be starting things off. 71 days, 11 hours, 53 minutes, and 21 seconds. You beat me by a day. (laughs) Beat you by a day. Darn. Yeah. That's all. I, I can't wait, and yeah, I finally got all my turkeys done. I had all the fans out in my shed, and the way I do them, I don't know how others do it, but I use those hangers that you hang shorts from that have two clips. I whip that fan all the way open, clip it on each side, and hang it upside down on a nail in the shed, leave it for a couple months, and it's ready to go. <laughs> There you go. Ready to ready to strap on your head and go walk around some public land, shoot turkeys. And don't forget gobble. Yeah, gobble. So, but that's what I figured out works really good is just hang them upside down with those. You know, I'm talking about the hangers that yeah. have the two clips. Pants hangers. Yeah. Yeah, pants hangers. So you you just clip on each side with it fully open, hang it upside down. Turns out excellent. I have never done that. What I've done is taken one of those closed cell foam bow targets and opened the fan up. Of course, I put my um, borax on the on the fan and I will take a nail and I'll put a nail in the bottom tooth, not in, but just above the 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 vein on the bottom two feathers and on one side, do the other side you know, spread that thing open, put my borax on there, and I just use that target. But I like the idea of the pants hanger because then I could just stick them in a closet and not have to worry about that bow target, which it sits on top of my refrigerator freezer in the basement anyway, so it's not like it's really in the way, but then I wouldn't the have to worry with it. Designated fan area? <laughs> yes, designated fan area. That's how my shed is. It's like, oh, I can't put anything there. That's where all my fans go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, cool, That's man. what I, I did with all my fans, and then I got my beards put in the shotgun brass with the date and state that it occurred in. Had those glued in, and I used like a leather string to hook them with and make loops. And then I've just started with the legs. I use a drill, drill a hole through the top of the leg, put the string through it, tie a knot, and then it, there you go. And I do that to both legs. So then I got a strap with the legs on it. Very cool. So got that done and got my new states on the board. They're on the back wall now in my turkey building. And I'm going to get everything hung up. So that's good. So you, you finished your home renovations. I finished my turkey renovations. We need to take a break, man. I'm taking a break. I am <laughs> going to Georgia, to Unicoi for the custom oh, call maker yeah. show. And I am jacked up about seeing some old buddies over there and man, just immersing myself in everything. Turkey, turkey calling, turkey hunting, turkey BS, because there's a lot of that being spread or to be spread there. <laughs> and I am fired up about it. Oh man. I'm so jealous. I, I really wish I was going I'm going to make it, but not this year, but I'll make it in the future when 
probably when my Labrador retriever passes away, hopefully in a long time, and he doesn't guilt trip me into taking him duck hunting every morning. So mm. he, I didn't take him for two days, and at 4.45 on the dot, when I usually wake him up, he started barking constantly and woke me up. You, not a joke. You need to hide his alarm clock. I don't know how he did. I'm not joking. I looked at my watch on the dot, 4.45, two mornings in a row. Mm-hmm. He... He's got a watch hidden somewhere in his room. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how he did it. but I And I know that's what it was. I let him out because I was like, oh, he has to go to the bathroom. And he just looked at me like, let's go. Why aren't we duck hunting? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but we've actually started killing some ducks, so that's good. You know, oh, yeah. And he's wanting to go. So. so that'll make him happy. Yeah. Yeah, heck yeah. And I'm excited. I got for Christmas something I'm excited for this turkey season, a shot cam. I'm going to try it out on the old gun barrel. Cool. So I've been testing it out with the ducks. It, it, it's a pretty neat deal. So it should be some cool footage of turkeys, hopefully in the in the spring. But and figure out why I'm missing them. <laughs> it'll it'll probably look like just mass amounts of shaking and then a random shot fired at some point. You won't even be able to see the turkey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If- if I had one on the first shot, you would see blue sky or, or <laughs> <Way> clouds. <laughs> and then on the second shot, you'd see the turkey's head. Yeah. Or see. at least part of the turkey. And then on the third shot, you'd see the turkey's head. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be blue sky, tops of the trees as you slowly come down. And then, you know, right into the tail fan of him while he's flying off. gotta fire those warning shots otherwise there's just no challenge in it man i mean it's too easy calling them in and getting them in gun range too easy just to shoot him you know move your gun when he steps behind a tree and then when he comes out bang he's dead that's too easy give him a little run and start let him fly a little bit every now and again that's how you challenge yourself in the turkey woods be like shooting a covey of quail while they're still on the ground you gotta you gotta get them flushed up good before you take exactly Yeah, thank you. That's a great analogy. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we got a good show today with Pete. We yeah, have him we on. We, we didn't have him. Well, I guess we did have him yeah. last year with the virtual convention. but And that was neat. But there's nothing like the in-person convention. And I, I just cannot wait to get back to see those folks. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be epic, and I can't wait to get a recap next week of how Unicoi goes. And so that's going to be awesome. And then with the NWTF coming up, i got to get my hotel booked. I haven't booked one yet, but, you know, I needed to hear from Pete to know it's going to be worth going. And now I'm convinced, so I'm going. (laughs) Yeah, it's going to be worth going, absolutely. Absolutely. So what do you say we hop in here, listen to Pete tell us about what's going on with this year's convention? And we'll see you guys on the other side for a little debrief. Hey, everybody. Cameron and I are excited to tell you that we have on the line with us today Pete Mueller with the NWTF. And we are going to talk about a big event that the NWTF has coming up. And, you know, if you can, if you guys listening can think way back, like early 2020, there was this thing that happened. I think it's, um, I'm trying to remember the name of it. It's co, co, uh, COVID, yeah, COVID. That happened right about the time that the NWTF convention and sports show ended. 
in February of 2020. Mm. And so it was virtual last year, the show was, but it's back live for 2022. And we've got Pete on the phone with us this evening to share some more information about it. And I've already told him before I started recording I was going to pick his brain and try to stump him, so we'll see if we can make that happen. But, Pete, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. Doing well, my friends. Uh, It is full convention mode for the NWTF, and I'm glad that uh, the the NWTF faithful will be back in Nashville this coming February. It's going to be right around the corner, so excited to be here. Me too. Man, yeah. I I logged into the virtual convention. It was cool, but, you know, you just can't beat the in-person convention that is the truth there are, as turkey hunters we are tangible people we like <laughs> to touch feel everything on the exhibit hall floor see all the brand new products but also i mean it's this event really is just a, a giant family gathering of all the people that are that are passionate about that that favorite american uh, game bird i mean you, you just can't beat it so yeah yeah absolutely well, uh, cameron and i were pretty smart and went ahead we we planned pretty far ahead we went ahead and got covid so that we don't have to worry about <laughs> getting infected while we're there so we got that immunity going and uh, heck, i've got I'm, it twice so I'm, I'm double ready to go there you go i'm i'm ready to rub some elbows with about fifty thousand of my closest turkey hunting compatriots and get this thing going you know that's that's one of the two things that i look forward to every the beginning of every year that really just gets me in the right state of mind for turkeys. And, of course, the other one will be here this weekend, and that is Unicoi, the custom call maker show there. So totally different feel to each one of those events, and I am really looking forward to getting to Nashville. And so tell us, I guess probably the best way to start is give us the dates as if we need to know, give us the location as well, and just give us a, the 30,000-foot view of what's going to happen this year. All right. Well, I'll, I'll do my best, and I'm sure there'll be things that I'll leave out, so you know, don't hesitate to ask me questions to fill in the gaps. But you know, this is Nashville's biggest consumer expo. Uh, it's, it's technically two different events that happen at the same time. You have your convention and your sports show, this is the 46th annual running. It takes place February 16th to the 20th, really that first Wednesday. And the uh, the following Sunday are kind of where we book in things. That Wednesday is just a, a first introductory event that this year we're having a, a NWTF pub crawl in the Gaylord Opryland uh, over there in the bar district. And we've got music entertainment that will be happening that night. That following Sunday, uh, we, we close things out with our worship uh, service in the morning. And that's before people depart. But the bulk of the, the things that happen during our event all take place on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. That exhibit hall floor opens. We have rendezvous sessions, seminars, uh, the kickoff party Thursday night where we'll have live entertainment there in uh, the Delta Ballroom. Um, I mean, you then, again, Friday, uh, we have our award ceremony. We've got some, some great hosts for that. Uh, our friends over at Spring Legion will be there hosting the award ceremony. And then Saturday... We close it out with Grand National Auction and then a live performance by uh, Chris Jansen, who was actually there the last time that we threw this event in 2020. Um, 
you know, but I, I think that people have been fiending for getting together with their turkey hunting friends for so long that this is going to be an event to remember. So I, I know I'm looking forward to it. Uh, again, in between that, you know, those that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, more than 400 exhibitors on the show floor. Um, again, all your favorite turkey hunting products, see all the new things that are going to be coming out. Uh, a custom call making competition, the call turkey calling competition starting, uh, I think, on Thursday and runs uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Uh, everything from the friction and senior opens all the way down to those uh, youth competitions sponsored by Mossy Oak. There's a lot going on, um, and I'm sure there's other things that I've already missed, but we'll we'll catch up to them as we hit them piece by piece. I'm sure. Fantastic. Hey, or, go ahead, Cameron. Well, we're gonna have so many questions, but but. <laughs> I really enjoy the seminars because I am a constant student of the game of turkey hunting. Do you know any of the people who will be giving seminars this year? So we haven't gotten a full list of that. I do know that you will have some of your fan favorites from previous years, most likely. Uh, I do know that, that one of the ones that's on the books for this year, uh, as we're, we're taking a little bit of a turn with some of these seminars, um, there will be uh, some seminars on trapping on your own properties and the benefits that that can have. Uh, that came from, from our friend uh, Cuz Strickland over there at Mossy Oak. He set us up with, with a friend of his who has been able to do some trapping and been able to see the difference that it makes for turkey on their own property. Um, actually, one of the cool things about this year is um, I, obviously in years past, there's always your general you know outdoor celebrity type seminars. This year, uh, you know, there's actually a, a even a kind of a separate event that's always happened in, in previous years that we've been in Nashville in person, and it was what we, we dubbed our conservation conference. That year, or this year, that has actually been melded into the overall agenda to where there will be open sessions to learn about uh, habitat work that's going on, partnerships that are happening across the country. Um, I think that there's, there's two uh, back-to-back days of seminars that are going to be going on, even just covering, um, you know, volunteer work, uh, conservation work, and then also some of the things that we've been doing for hunting heritage. So um, it, it may have a little bit different feel this year to where, you know, it may not be as many of your, your quote-unquote hunting celebrities, but there is definitely the opportunity to gain uh, an incredible amount of knowledge just about what's going on in the world of turkeys and i think this one will be uh, of exceptional interest to a lot of people is uh there there's a common misconception out there that there's not really turkey research happening out there in the world right now and and that couldn't be farther from the truth i mean the nwtf uh has has always been involved in research and we're actually getting to dive into some of the uh the work that's going on and collected up all this information that'll later be discussed in greater depth at the Wild Turkey Symposium. Um, but during the first rendezvous session, and this will be Thursday morning before the sports show opens to where we can get the maximum amount of people in there in the Delta ballroom. They will be going in depth, discussing a lot of the different research that's going on across the country. So for all the people that are out there, they're like, man, I want to know what's going on for the Wild Turkey. That is a place to be, get your butt in the seat and um, be there and be a part of that learning session just to where you get to know what all's going on, trying to find out, you know, what's happening with turkeys, you know, how, how does hunting seasons interact with, uh, with turkey gobbling and everything else. I mean, there's, there's going to be a lot to learn in that, uh, in that session. So hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll get a chance to check out some of those Cameron. Nice. Yeah, that's, that's excellent. I, I think I shared on my Instagram, read an article the other day that Andy sent me from Alabama where the NWTF Alabama had, 
had raised, I think it was $122,000 or so for some research studies and, and turkey projects in Alabama. So I'm sure that'll get mentioned. And, and among other things, that'll be really exciting. Yeah. You know, we, we've got that. There's projects that are going on with, uh, uh, you know, everybody knows the name Mike Chamberlain, but we're, I think we're working on a gobbling project. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, that wild turkey doc guy. Um, oh uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think, I think we're a part of that project, uh, out of, uh, Georgia. And I know that we're, we're working on some research out of uh, Missouri. That's another state that there's there's obviously some talk about turkeys. But you know, just reeling it back into convention, man. There's it, it, if you're there to just try to see the new cool products, you're there to learn a little bit about what's going on in the world of turkeys and and hear from partners, state agencies. I mean, there's there's all those opportunities to be had um, as as you attend this event. And and I think this is actually a different way of looking at it, where typically that whole conservation side of things wasn't as big of a player in this big, you know, this big gathering, it wasn't as big of a, a, a point of focus um, in previous years. So the, the opportunity to open that up for the general public to sit in on should be, should be something kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think that, you know, I, I think that Doc Chamberlain's been a big driver of the interest in the conservation side of it, you know, and, We've look. I mean, I as long as I've been turkey hunting, I've wanted to know what can I do to have more turkeys on the places that I hunt. You know, what can I do to kill more turkeys, and you know, just all all of that. But as I have matured in my turkey hunting career, aka as, as I've gotten older, it's a lot more about conservation. And now you know, with the turkey populations being the way they are across a lot of states in this country, I think it's just drawn a lot of attention to that topic. And I think those will be some pretty popular seminars and and discussions going on there at NWTF. So that'll be awesome. I'm looking forward to that as well. Yeah. Again, I think, um, you know, again, like I said, there's there's almost two different events that happen, and it's that sports show, and then there's the the rest of it, the celebration by your your most dedicated volunteers and members, and they're there at the they're there at the 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 meal functions and the auctions and the award ceremonies and all that. But there's all that stuff that's in between that helps bridge that gap, and I think it can either help get somebody to dive in and want to learn more about the organization if they sit in on any of those um those types of seminars you know or and it it could help even somebody who's already a dedicated volunteer just just become a little bit more informed about where you know where membership dollars are going um but i i think that uh, again the opportunity for learning education enlightenment and even just entertainment i mean some of some of the seminars there just that's kind of what they are is they're just pure entertainment but it's this is a good family fun type event. Um, I will say, unfortunately, this year we will not have the family adventure village. Uh, just having that a lot more of the hands-on type activities, we we couldn't get as many partners for something like that. Um, but all, all, again, we will still have more than 400 exhibitors on the sports show floor, showing off all their their pro- or all their products for for turkey hunting. The it's the the outfitters the people that are that are helping to furnish home goods that fit that outdoor lifestyle i mean that if you you look at the nwtf mission it's we're we're trying to help preserve our hunting heritage and that way of life and i think that this is a an event where that's on full display so the all of the kids area and their 
special events and things, the axe throwing and all that stuff, that's out this year. Unfortunately, this year we were okay. we were not able to pull together the the ability to make that happen. Um, I, I do think that 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 is one part that will be missed. But you know, again, we're we're still we're still trying to work through some of that COVID protocols and sure. and trying to put on that that works for everybody here. So yeah, well. You know, I think we all understand things are different right now, and maybe one day they'll all get back to normal, but I am sure that you guys are going to work hard to bring that back in the future because that was a pretty popular place. Absolutely. I mean, heck, you don't have to be a kid to want to go have a, a hawk or an owl sit on your arm. I mean, that's just something that, that even even us grown adults can, can relish in. That's just plain plain old fun. Don't tell the listeners about stuff like that that was going on in there. <laughs> Come on, that's a that kind of stuff's a well kept secret. <laughs> so, well that that's good to know. That was one of the questions I had for you if that was going to be going on and all of that. So that's great. And um, remember, I'm trying to stump you. Do you know if there are still rooms available at? There are still rooms Gaylord. available for I believe Wednesday, Thursday night at the Gaylord, but Friday and Saturday are currently sold out. Uh, we do have backup hotels available. If you visit nwtf.org slash convention, that can lead you to uh, our, our backup hotels. They are still taking reservations right now all the way through January 24th to get that convention room rate. Um, but unfortunately, Gaylord is booked up for Friday and Saturday. All right. Good to know. Good to know, because I'm late to the game and was going to get my room on Gaylord and Realized I wasn't going to be staying there Friday and Saturday. I didn't know about the overflow hotels. That's that's awesome. Yep, it's not, there's. I think there are three overflow hotels that are basically just fitting distance away. Um, you know, obviously it's nice being there all under one roof, but uh, still you're you're right there within close proximity to where you're not having to travel too far to to get back to where all that action is happening. Yeah. So what about the calling contests? The are the same ones going to be held this year that have been held every year that the convention's been live and in person? Yes. So we, we still uh, have the changes of, of instead of having the team competition, we, ne- we still have the team air friction. Um, but you are still looking at about the same same running schedule, your prelims uh, happening on Thursday. And then I want to say uh, I want to say your, your finals are happening Saturday uh, with kind of capping things off um, I want to say it's with the youth competitions. I may have to get back and reference the uh, the, uh, the the calling schedule, but I'm pretty sure that that we close. I'm sorry, close out Friday with the the youth calling competitions, and then Saturday is the friction and senior open finals, followed by our Hall of Fame inductions into the Grand National uh, Calling Championships Hall of Fame. Excellent, awesome. Speaking of inductions, who is being inducted this year into? The Hall of Fame. We know one. It is, it is, well, <laughs> uh, they we are holding all the names until uh, you know until that event. I mean, I, some some folks we've we've informed all the people that are being inducted, uh, and they know. But we're we're trying to keep that under hat to to help have it be uh, a real secret. We really want people to show up. And again, this is following that senior open. I mean, those are your best of the best callers. Um, but stick around afterwards to where we honor people that have really made a difference in the world of competitive calling, calling in general, uh, turkey calls and innovations, you know. So that that's just kind of a neat ceremony. It's something that we started 
uh, I want to say a couple years ago now, um, but but kind of a neat event. And I do believe uh, that this year um, Rob Keck will be emceeing the Senior Open Finals. And if you never heard him speak, obviously former <laughs> NWT CEO, but he is a fantastic uh, speaker, and he also was instrumental in the the inception of the calling competitions and getting them to where they are now to where people can join in on that and and see a guy that really knows turkey hunting uh all the ins and outs and all the ins and outs are calling so yeah yeah rob keck has a voice that was made for the stage or radio or or podcasts or whatever <laughs> absolutely i i've done a couple podcasts with him over the years and fan, fantastic guy one of the nicest people that you'll ever meet but again a guy that just flat out knows turkey hunting turkey calling um, and I mean, most anything under the conservation umbrella as well. So fantastic guy. Yeah. Yeah. He is that. I had heard rumor and I was wondering if you could clarify this is Steven Ranella. Is he kind of the guy now with the NWTF? I, I knew Michael Waddell was moving on, you know, not going to be there this year, but I thought Ranella was, was in, is that going to be Rob Keck instead? Uh, as far as the calling competitions, uh, I, I thought that, general. you know, Waddell usually kind of emcees the calling competitions, and I had heard that that was going to be Stephen Ranella going forward, but I may be incorrect there. So it, it just is – I mean, obviously, Michael Waddell will always be synonymous with, with NWTF. He was a, a large, large part of NWTF for a long time. I mean, he's still somebody that I talk with, just uh, shoot text back and forth with every now and again. Currently, though, the NWTF does not have any spokespeople or anything like that. Uh, as far as the, the calling championships, I don't know of anybody um, else other than Rob who's planning on emceeing a particular event. I know Michael Waddell did uh, emcee our senior opens for a couple years. Um, mm -hmm. But I know that they will they will still surely be on the floor. Um, but I, I don't believe that he will be emceeing this year, as I was told it would be Rob Keck. And, and as far as I know, I don't even believe that I've heard anything, whether uh, Steve Ranella or any of that camp would even be at convention. Okay, that that clarifies that. I, I don't even, I may have heard that by some rumor somewhere. I did hear Waddell was not going to be doing it and that it, I had heard it was Ranella, but Rob Keck will do an excellent job. So that's going to be awesome. Yeah, I, I'm I won't say anything about anyone one way or the other, but if I were to choose who I wanted to MC a contest on Turkey Calling, I'd say Rob Keck is is a guy that, you know, probably knows more about calling competitions than even the people that are going to be running our calling competition. Um, you know, guys just flat out knows Turkey. So, uh, yeah. and that's, that's like anybody like Ranella in any way. Uh, I mean, it's just Rob, Rob Keck is Turkey. <laughs> yeah the former head of the nwtf correct that is true yes former yeah. ceo yeah that's awesome yeah. good deal there so sunday will the show be you know kind of just winding up or will sunday will the floor be open and everything yet again so this is a model that we started um back in 2020 but we moved the open date for the floor from thursday to saturday so the only event that takes place on sunday uh, in 2020 and also this year is that worship service that happens on Sunday morning. That's kind of to help close things out, but really our closing ceremonies or so to speak of convention will happen on Saturday night with that live performance by Chris Jansen uh, following the grand national auction, which would be kind of a, a neat thing to, to be able to see. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. That, that clarifies that. Cause I, I knew the dates went through Sunday. I just didn't know if that was going to be a full day or not. So, so the the full days are Wednesday through 
Saturday. Thursday yeah, te- through Saturday. Technically, the full days are Thursday through Saturday, and we have a, a night event on Wednesday, that pub crawl, and then we have a first early morning event on Sunday. Um, there is actually a, another event that kind of takes place in conjunction with convention this year, and it'll be happening on Wednesday. And We've done a little bit of promotion of this. Um, last year was the, the first holding of this event, but this was put on. It's uh, called Conservation Aid, and this is a concert that's actually happening uh, just right over at the uh, Gaylord Opryland. Um, or I'm sorry, at, uh, uh, at the Grand Old Opry. Let me clarify that. It's happening at the Grand Old Opry, and this is an event with uh, several performers, uh, several live acts uh, from the music country or the country music world that they put on a concert and they're going to be raising money for the NWTF Foundation Board uh, that can then be used to help fund uh, NWTF projects, things like that. Um, but that is an event kind of separate from the NWTF convention. Tickets can be purchased through our website. We do have a link to them, uh, but I think you have everybody from Tyler Farr. Chris Jansen will also be there. Um, I want to say Megan Patrick's going to be there. There's a whole list of people, Travis, Travis Denning. Um, but I, I want to say there's, there's probably about eight or nine people and still adding names to that list. But those tickets are available for everybody, even the general public for, for our Saturday night event, the grand national auction. Uh, that is an event, uh, that caps off with Chris Jansen's concert or I'm sorry, the live performance by Chris Jansen. And that's something that's for those, uh, event attendees only. Very good. The seminars, will that information, do you think, that's probably how I should ask the question, do you think that information will be posted to the website as far as times and locations for those seminars prior to probably the vast majority of us leaving for Nashville? Yes, uh, I think the plan is to have all that up well ahead of time, as well as also having it available on the NWTF convention app once that is made live later on down the line. I know that they're still trying to figure out some some uh, last-minute pieces for that. But previous uh, 2020, there was the ability to download the app that once you load the NWTF convention on there, it would give you the full list of all the exhibitors. It gave you the list of all the seminars that were happening along with times. So there are still some pieces that are being put together, but Keep, keep an eye on nwtf.org slash convention. That will be your main spot even before you get to Nashville of finding out all the details of seminars, uh, your your times for calling championships. If you want to go to one of those auctions or raffles and try to get those, uh, you know, that hunting gear, those trips, whatever that might be, all the information about those events will be there as well. Uh, those rendezvous sessions that I talked about, which will be everything again from covering wild turkey research to state of the NWTF to, um, you know, to, to any number of other topics that are related to things that will be of interest to the turkey hunter. That'll all be again on Thursday, Friday mornings um, from about 8 to 11 or 7.30 to 11. So those are things that people just want to tune into. Um, start start your, your convention planning now. So you start mapping out where all you want to be at different times and Heck, if you're you're like me and you even want to map out how you're going to hit all those spots on the convention floor, hopefully soon we'll have that map ready to go. I know that we are 400-plus exhibitors on the floor, and there's a few spots that we're still trying to fill here going through our waiting list. Um, but everybody's pretty excited about it. Everybody's pretty amped up about getting back to Nashville and, and gathering with that NWTF family. So we're pretty excited about it. I know people have been waiting a long time for these kind of events to happen again, and and we're, we're happy to be returning and, and being a part of that, that family that we haven't seen in some time now. Yeah, absolutely. 
is there for some who may not be able to make it this year whether that's due to health issues or just not being able to get there is there anything online that can be streamed live or anything um you know that people can participate from afar with the nwtf convention i'm i'm glad you asked i do believe that there are certain uh there are certain seminars that will be streamed out i haven't gotten a full rundown of those yet um, but there are going to be some as far as though having the the virtual show floor like we did last year uh, we do not have anything like that set up at this time but i do believe that they are planning on uh, on even live streaming some of the evening events um, that, that we have planned. I, you know, obviously the performance by Chris Jansen won't be streamed live, but people will be able to tune in, I think, to uh, some of the, the rendezvous sessions as well that'll, that'll be covering some of those topics that we've already kind of hit on a little bit. The app that you guys have had in the, in the previous years, I know at one point, and maybe it was from 2019 to 2020, you guys changed providers for that app. But there was a feature within the app to be able to add things directly from the app to your calendar. Do you know if that is going to be available as well this this year? Uh, that I don't know. But if it was available in 2020, it should be available this year as well, since okay. we're still with the same provider from 2020. Um, I will also say that, you know, obviously a fan favorite, just going back to the, the streaming portion, um, we again will be live streaming those calling competitions. Um, those are something that that I think whether you're a diehard, uh, you know, fanatic of just the, the calling circuit or whether you just want to hear incredible callers to try to improve your own game, that's just a fun thing to tune into. Um, I honestly don't ever get tired of watching those. Even while we're there at the convention working, we'll sometimes have that on in the background just to hear, you know, all the different vocalizations that people can make for that event. I think it's it can listening to it in general can help make you a better turkey caller and a better turkey hunter. No, there's no doubt. And is the Grand National Calling Championship going to be the same American Idol style format that they've done the past few years? My assumption would be yes. I, I haven't heard anything one way or the other, but I haven't seen a list of judges. I do know that they've sent out. I want to say it's either three or four scenarios, and they will pick two of those. That but that allows the people to to kind of get get their runs down ahead of time um but again we will be streaming all the competitions everything from the prelims all the way through the finals and i assume that they will even uh stream the hall of, or the hall of fame induction cool that'll be that'll be fun so that you're 100 percent correct for you guys who want to learn how to be a better caller i'm not telling you that the other calling contests are not important not important, but you absolutely do not want to miss whether you're there live or you need to stream it. You do not want to miss the Grand National. It's amazing, and you will definitely learn a lot about about calling. And you know, for me, it's a great reminder that I suck at calling. So, you know, it's always <laughs> that good humbling experience for me. I tell you, my. My favorite is actually, you know, you guys have been there before. You get down on the show floor, and you're going to hear calling nonstop, and you'll hear oh, every yeah. vocalization possible. But my favorite competition probably actually has to be the hooting and the gobbling competitions. Um, I think those are you – know, that gives you the opportunity to hear something that you're not going to hear any of the other times. That one actually takes place on Thursday night, but – you'll hear it gobbling and hooting during that competition. And then you really won't hear it the rest of the time, except for 
you know, maybe somebody testing out like a, a new owl hoot or something on the, the show floor. But for the most part, it's nothing but turkeys, uh, you know, hen turkey vocalizations after that anywhere on the floor. But that's a cool one that I'd say even if you don't get a chance to check it out in person, get a chance to catch a live stream on, on our social channels, go back and watch it even after it's happened. But it's just if you close your eyes and you listen to those guys running their owl routines, you will think you're in the woods waking up to you know listening to owls just go off nonstop. yeah i wish that you guys would change that owl calling competition a little bit and make it all natural voice but you know uh, you look at the other calling contests even just grand national or or any of them and no one uses natural voice you know so heck you're using a, a turkey caller to compete in the friction calling contest so why can't you use a owl hooter to compete in the owl calling contest? But those natural voice owl hooters just have a little something extra, in my opinion. I'm pretty sure you had a pretty good natural voice owl hoot, didn't you? Me? Yeah, I, let's hear it. I've, I've been known to call in an owl or two. Andy does a good owl, no I, doubt. I, yeah. I, in fact, I'd, <laughs> I'll really make you laugh. So I do it around the house when there's a song on you know one of the bluetooth speakers around the house and they hit some sort of a weird note i'll i'll just duplicate that but in my owl hoot <laughs> note so and almost every single time it makes tammy laugh or smile so of course i'm going to continue to do it because that's about the only thing i can do to you know bring some cheer to her life i guess so absolutely yeah. keep it sure yeah so awesome man well cameron did you have any other questions or Anything about the convention that you wanted to ask Pete while we got him? No, I can't think of anything further. Uh, assume will people who sign up to become NWTF members at the convention still get a Bass Pro gift card? <laughs> yeah. So, so again, hey, you that know, was, kind of I like my Bass Pro and, now. Yeah, I mean, hey, there's nothing better than knowing that that becoming a member that your your money's going to be getting used and put down against you know matching dollars to help conservation work happen research happen um you know work work that helps benefit turkey in the long run and this this lifestyle that we cherish but knowing that you're putting that money down and then you still are getting a benefit of a 25 dollar bass pro card since we're all going to end up buying more turkey gear anyway mm -hmm. that's a that's a bonus so so the price structure for for the sports show portion and again this is that down there on the exhibit hall floor if you are a current member, you will get in free to that event already. Uh, you just uh, that will help you pull up your member ID number. Um, you don't have to re-sign up. You automatically get into the show for free. If you're between the ages of 11 and 17, the cost is just $10. You get a Jake's membership for, for joining. 10 years old and under, free admission, military with valid ID, free admission. But if you're not a member and you're at 18 and up, if you want to get onto the show floor, it's 35 bucks. You get a Bass Pro Shops promo card immediately sent to your email, and you then have free admission for the entire time. That's to the show floor, the call-making competitions, taxidermy, uh, the calling competitions. That gives you a chance to get in on any of the seminars. You know, if you if the raffles and the that type of stuff is your your deal. Um, there's a lot of raffles and chances to win cool firearms and other gear down there on the floor. Um, but again, it's $35 to get in 
$25 Bass Pro card just for signing up. Good to go then the entire time that we're there in Nashville. Um, and then you just get the normal perks of being an NWTF member with that annual membership. Uh, if you want to attend any events upstairs, any of those ticketed events, those are the you know, the awards ceremony, the kickoff party, the grand national auction, the hunt auction, the ladies auction, any of those, those events, those are meal ticketed items. Um, and you can also purchase those at NWTF.org. I will say, if you want to skip those lines to get onto that sports show floor, NWTF.org slash convention, go ahead, register today. That takes care of it. All you have to do is skip those lines, pick up your badge or your wristband right there at one of the the wristband stations on the floor and you were good to go. Uh, nothing like getting a head start on everybody else that hasn't done their, their due diligence and, and taking care of early registration. Excellent. Uh, I totally envision like some guy from Arkansas signing up at the NWTF convention and then convincing his wife that they need to stop at the Bass Pro Pyramid on the way home. I mean, oh, it seems like easy to me. Yeah. When in Memphis, uh, and I mean, heck, if you're even there for a few days, just right over there at the uh, at the shops, just right nearby, like basically right next door to Gaylord Opryland, uh, you do have a Bass Pro Shops there. So you don't even have to, doesn't matter which way you're going, you can still hit one in close proximity. Perfect. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, Pete, uh, we've talked a lot about the convention. Is there anything else you want to share with us about what's going on with the NWTF? All right, hang on, hang on, hang on. Before we do that. Uh, one final question about the convention from me. Surely. Pete, am I going to be able to buy you a beer at the watering hole? Yes, the watering hole will still be there. Quality entertainment from singer-songwriters that are at home in Nashville that are coming out to hang out and uh, and play their music. Sometimes these are guys that are writing, you know, big-time hits. They may be guys that are just guys or gals that are, that are just getting their start in Nashville but they're passionate about the outdoors and they're wanting to be a part of that outdoor lifestyle. But it is a place to go hang out, listen to good music, buy a beverage, um, hang out, and uh, and just have a good time. So, yeah, I will definitely catch you there at the watering hole at some point when we're in Nashville. Very cool. All right. So well, I'm, I'll let you get back to Cameron's question now. <laughs> Cameron's question. So, um, obviously, everybody has kind of seen things the that the brand evolution that we've undergone – there still are uh, a lot of things that are coming down and a lot of great announcements that we have. I alluded to one of them talking about the Wild Turkey Symposium. Um, this is a, an event that happens every few years, I believe. And, you know, I'm sure that uh, our, our biologists and other folks that are out there that partake in this event, they will end up uh, sending me emails if I mischaracterize it or if I, I miss uh, frequency of how often it's, it's put together. But this is an event where all the work that's going on to talk about the state of the wild turkey and the white papers that have all been, you know, of all the research projects that have been done, that will be happening, I want to say it's later this year um, after convention, but that's where all those great minds that are dedicating their careers and, and their time and their expertise to figure out what's going on with wild turkey, they will all be getting together. And I want to say that I've seen that there's well more than 30 papers. Um, I was talking with uh, Brett Collier actually earlier today and he was telling me that everything was being edited up by the folks over there in uh in north carolina chris craig chris norman but lots of good work coming down uh showcasing everything that's been done and these are all things that are important to us as turkey hunters and and even just wildlife enthusiasts to figure out what it is that can be done that that helps go do more um and those are all things that that people are going to see um more of as we move forward and and we we know that again if you, if you read the most 
the most recent uh, Turkey Call magazine. I mean, it's something everybody's aware of the decline in turkeys and trying to figure out what the problem is. And I, and I think us turkey hunters as a whole for it, you know, especially if you're newer to the game, there may be, maybe you never saw it when turkeys weren't at that 6.25 to 7 million number. And it's, so this is definitely something that's concerning for them. I think for all the people that have been in the game for a long time, they realized that, hey, we we came from a spot where there were there were not that many turkeys to begin with, and the agencies and the NWTF and and the turkey hunters in general, they all adopted a mindset of, hey, this is something we all want to come together to help this bird. Um, I think when we get to back to the point of being okay with uh, having turkeys from our own backyard, and I'll, I'll use this as an example, some birds are on their way from Maine to East Texas right now. I actually, they may already be in Texas, but we're still working on that East Texas re- super stocking project. Um, but when, when people are okay with birds being taken from their own backyard and moved to a different area because they realize it's better for the overall health of the bird is an entire resource, not just a single bird, but is an overall resource. And I think that we're in a better place. And I think that that's something that um, we're going to continue to try to shine a bigger light on that work that's always been happening, but it may have gotten lost in the in, in the focus of hey we're we're still a resource that people look to to find out about what's going on in the world of turkey hunting and you know and then we still have conservation projects that are going on so um i'd say just stay tuned see what's coming down the pipe on that but again a lot of cool things and this is still an organization that is about the turkey hunter that has not changed the mission has not changed we're still dedicated to the conservation of that wild turkey and the preservation of our hunting heritage so uh, that's that's basically the last thing that I'll close with. But if, unless you guys have other questions, but I, I have appreciated being on. I will throw out again, just one more time, nwtf.org slash convention. Plan your trip ahead of time. I can't wait to see everybody there. Awesome. Heck yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, we, we appreciate the information. We appreciate your time. And I know personally, I look forward to seeing you in Nashville. And like I said, 50,000 of, of my other closest turkey hunting buddies there as well. And man, it, it don't blink because it'll be here and gone before you know it. So get I out missed there. one of the most important parts, Andy. So this is a, an area that we established in 2020, and it was our media roof section. So as soon as you come in the Ryman Hall, Ryman Exhibit Hall, directly off to the right. This is our Media Roost podcast base right there to where live interviews are going on on the floor. You guys, I'm hoping, are again going to be a part of that. Um, but we do also have uh, the guys from Spring Legion that will be a part of that. Uh, I've talked with the guys from the Southern Outdoorsmen, uh, or I think it's Southern Outdoors. Kali, they're going to kick me for getting that one out. And then uh, also our friends from over at Land and Legacy. Um, so, some, some cool podcasts that will be going on live right there on the floor. And then also our own Fred Bird with uh, the Turkey Call All Access podcast will also be live from the floor. Not in that area, but in a different aspect. But So people will get a chance to see you there on the floor as well. Fantastic. Right. Our, our three listeners, make sure you stop by to see us. That's and... right. <laughs> That's right. Cameron, can't wait will, to be there. Cameron will autograph your hat. <laughs> All I'll three make listeners. it less valuable than when you walked in. So. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a fact. But no, we'll definitely be there, Pete. We can't wait. We love the NWTF convention and hope any of our listeners that go stop us. We love to talk to you. You, you might end up on the show. So we'd love to see you there. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, hey, guys, again, thank you so much for having me on. See everybody in February. Sounds good. Thank you, sir. You Have a great night. Goodbye. Sounds good, guys. Definitely appreciate it. Bye. All right, man. I'm I wish it was you, tomorrow. <laughs> I, I am, like, just giddy with anticipation. I am about to come unglued. Mm. And, you know, I, I hate to be Debbie Downer, but the thing is, turkey season starts, you blink, and turkey season ends. And then it's that long wait. But I'm going to enjoy every single second of it while it's here. And it's... Those two events, the NWTF and Unicoi, if you attend both of those, you will be ready. You will be... Jonesing for a turkey hunt. <laughs> yes. I mean, mentally, you will be there. So the NWTF convention is going to be awesome. I am so excited that that's live and in person again. And, mm-hmm. you know, just like you said, there's a lot of... Well, actually, it'll be two years, two years for you. Because you missed 2020. Yeah, I did. I was in Costa Rica. Yeah, so there'll be a good chance to, a good opportunity to catch up with some friends that, you know, really we get to see that one time a year, unfortunately. And we missed that last year, and you missed it the year before, but yeah, prime time, prime time. It's going to be awesome, and calling competition, everything. I, I hope a lot of our listeners will be there. You mean all three of them? Yeah. If two-thirds of the three of you come, that'd be awesome. (laughs) Well, wait a minute. That's you and me, Josie. (laughs) My wife. Wait, wait. No, she doesn't listen. She hates this thing, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, is Josie going? Josie will be there most likely. Uh, I believe wife and child will both be along for the ride. So Then all three of us, all three of the listeners will be there. If you need to locate me at the convention, just listen. (laughs) And when you hear incessant screaming, that's me. Come find me. That's my child. Yeah, that will not be me screaming. That will be his child (laughs) screaming. It might, you'll be the one next to the child with your ears plugged, but <laughs> no, Josie's gotten a lot better. She's not screaming as much. It was, it was quite the battle for six weeks. We're finally coming out of it, but yes, she'll probably be there. Audrey will be there. I will be there. Andy will be there. Tammy will be there. I assume. Absolutely. So if you see us at the convention, please come by and talk to us and tell us a story about turkeys. Just chat it up with us. I, that was like one of my favorite things from the last time I was able to go is just meeting folks who were like, yeah, man, I heard you on the podcast or talk, you know, I wasn't even a co-host at the time, but I had been on here editing and stuff. And it just was so cool to, to meet all these folks that listen and, and things like that. So if you see us there or if you go seek us out or shoot us a message on social media, let us know you're going to be there and we'll be looking for you. Yeah. That's always a lot of fun. You know, there's, and the people that listen to the show are some of the best turkey hunters around. So always great sharing stories. And, you know, I can always pick up on a tip from a story, a hunting oh, tip from a story. So it's always a I good time. I have never stopped somebody from telling me a turkey hunting story. I don't know if you have, <laughs> but I can never recall being like, eh, all right, man, that's cool. I just want to, I'm going to go on, you know. I, I'll listen to them all day. Nor have I ever been disinterested in one. Yeah, I'm always like on the edge of my seat, like, and then what? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. seriously, if y'all go stop by, as as you heard in the interview, we'll have our own booth, and that's on like the entrance on the way in, isn't it, Andy? Yeah. So you, you walk in the 
exhibit hall area and we will be r- just right there on the right so it's it's that area you have to go into to get inside the show because they make you go in that one way to show that you have the the proper cr- credentials that you are a member or you have paid the daily rate to go inside the the show there so yes before you walk in to the actual show area itself, the actual real exhibition hall itself. We're going to be right there on the right-hand side just as you go in the door. Perfect. Yeah. I, I guess, you know, a lot of listeners may not know what we look like, so just listen for us. <laughs> well, we'll have a booth there, and I have a Turkey Hunter podcast shirt. Cameron needs two Turkey Hunter podcast shirts like I have, two of the golf shirts, so we'll get you two of those. And then I think, didn't I give you a Turkey Hunter podcast t-shirt? Yes, I have a white t-shirt from the first time. Yeah, so we'll be relatively easy to find. And, you know, it was funny for me. It was the first time I went to Nashville after I started podcasting. The number of people that would hear me talk... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to one of the exhibitors or something, and they'd be they'd come up to me and say, "Hey, are you Andy from the the Turkey Hunter podcast?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, I recognize your voice. I'm like, wow, I can't believe that you guys listen to me mumble, you know, enough to learn my voice. So <laughs> that awesome. was funny. Yeah, and not not a swipe at Keck. Great radio voice. I'm not saying I have a great radio voice, but I have a voice for radio way before I have a face for video. So I'll throw <laughs> that out there. Hey, hey, I couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree yeah. more. So, yeah. so, absolutely. Man. Well, there's the favor of the week, guys. Yes. So get your tickets for Nashville. If you're able to make it, I really hope a bunch of y'all are. And when you go, come say hey to us. It doesn't. You don't have to tell us a story if you don't want to. I probably won't because I like to keep everything secret. So too many details, but we'd love to see you talk about some lies and really enjoy each other's company. So please come by and see us at the convention if you're able to make it. Absolutely. All right. What do you say we wrap this thing up? Wrap it on up. Okay. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. We know that you have choices. We appreciate you spending your time with us. We hope you have a wonderful week and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Go dogs. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Turkey Hunter podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please go on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. And make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe for free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews to help you have a more successful turkey season. And stay tuned for upcoming episodes on hunting afternoon birds, how to film your hunt, and the breeding cycle of hens, as well as some guest interviews. Thanks again for listening. We know your time is valuable, and we appreciate you sharing some of it with us. See you next week.